Welcome back to the Evolution Pod Club. I am your host, Jackie Seiden. People, we're talking about people, 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 people. All the people in your life, all your relationships, these are your mirrors. Each one of these relationships is a different mirror in a fun house of mirrors showing you different facets of yourself. Your relationship with your mother is one facet. Your relationship with your best friend is a facet. Your relationship with a partner is a facet. Your relationship to your pet is a facet. Your relationship to the male woman is a facet in an infinite funhouse room full of mirrors showing you all the different aspects of you. Each relationship ignites different emotions. Each one challenges you in a different way. Some may not challenge you at all because they do not activate your limiting beliefs. Those people are in agreement with you. Whether or not you are in agreement with your higher self is really the key here. You can find people in your life to co-sign anything you say, but if it does not line up with what your inner self knows to be true, you will feel in conflict because your higher self sees something you cannot see, that you are a limitless being of pure, positive love and acceptance. Your higher self can see that in every moment, in everything you do, in every interaction you have. In every choice you make, your higher self knows that you are the creator. Your higher self is the creator, creating for you, your physical self, guiding you along your journey. You want to go with the flow here. Okay. In the non-physical, you know, that going with the flow of love is the only way you do not think it's even possible to fight against that current. And yet here you come into your physical body paddling your little canoe in the opposite direction of the white rapids when all you need to do is drop your paddles turn around and let the waves lead you exactly where you want to go and in that allowing you release your resistance and when you release your resistance you open yourself up to receiving messages in the form of inspiration from your inner guides when you receive those messages you listen you notice them you recognize them This is the work you're starting to do now. You're starting to recognize the inspiration when it comes. And when it does, you act. You push past the inevitable fear that arises because the fear will always enter into your thoughts following the inspiration. Your ego will do whatever it can to talk you out of acting on your inspiration, to keep you safe, to keep you small. But you are already safe and you are limitless. So being small is in direct opposition to who you are. And so you make decisions that seem rational. They seem smart. They seem thoughtful. They seem responsible. And you are left feeling dissatisfied or even depressed or anxious, unsettled, or maybe like something is missing. So you're here to be reminded of who you are, that nothing is missing, that you are whole, that you are worthy, that you are eternal that you are source itself as in the source of all things, the creator of it all. And each step of your journey is unique because no one has ever had your perspective before. And every time you experience something, even if it seems like a million people have experienced the same exact thing, it's entirely unique and special. And that experience is added to all that is. The thoughts you think are emitted out into the universe, never to be duplicated in the same way with the same perspective adding to the mass consciousness of all thoughts of every person to ever exist before you, expanding sources, understanding of itself. And now 
in this age of awakening and enlightenment, more and more people are finding teachings such as these that are based on one truth, that you are love. You are not a victim to harsh circumstances in a dark universe. You are the creator. You are perfection. And everything after that is a belief because there are no other truths. You are love and you're here to express love. So how do you bring that truth to your relationships? How do you express love in every situation? Think of a relationship in your life right now that causes you angst. You know, this person is your activator or people are your activators. You know that when you talk to this person, you're going to feel some sort of negative emotions, perhaps in the form of annoyance or irritation or even intense frustration. And when you are in that state, you are not in the place of allowing. So any ideas you attract in those states will only be ideas that you attract in fear. And therefore, they are urges to control the conditions, not inspirations. Your ego self believes that if you take action on these urges, you will feel better. And you might in the short term, but ultimately these actions will only lead to more fear and bigger manifestation events. The events are simply events to show you that you are not in agreement with your higher self, that you do not see the situation as for you and the other people involved, and that you're buying into the illusion of fear, of victimhood, that it's happening to you. And you do this because you have some limiting belief about yourself, any belief that's other than I'm a limitless being of pure positive love. You have a belief about yourself that is something other than the fact that you are eternal being of love, that you are a unique expression of source energy. You believe you are unworthy. You believe you can lose things in people. You believe you aren't enough. You believe that things would only be better if, and this, this is like applying chapstick on dry lips. If you keep applying and applying the chapstick, your lips just get drier and drier requiring you to keep applying more chapstick. It never works. It's just a cycle. Things will be better if you can find a perspective that everything is exactly perfect just as it is. You are abundant, free, whole, and worthy. People have never been so abundant, free, whole, and worthy. So this activator, he or she or they are showing up to you to show you where your vibration is. They are matching where you're at. They are showing you where your fears are. If you had no fear, they could not show up this way. And if they did, it would not take you off center. So how can you show up in this relationship in a new frame of mind? Can you challenge yourself to find out something new about this person, even if it's a parent or a sibling or a child of yours or a friend, maybe your in-laws? See if you can learn something new. Show up in curiosity and love and see what happens because you'll be amazed. Just as I am amazed by the women I get to show up with week after week, the incredible ladies of the Evolution Pod Club. Hello, ladies of the Evolution Pod Club. Hello. Hello. Good morning. Or for anyone listening, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Um, hi. Lots of metaphors today. Lots of metaphors. Can you stand all the metaphors? <laughs> we have Meta what we Metaphorically, doing? yes. The thing about the applying of chapstick over and over to dry lips, that is what it's like when people act on urges. You're seeing it a lot these days on social media. There's a lot going on right now. People are calling people out. People are carrying the torch for certain issues. You got to know that each person 
is love and everybody is searching for well-being. And if if someone's cork is below the water, as Esther Hicks likes to say, you know, when you let go, everyone's natural state is to bob on the water, is it to be in love. So if you see someone calling someone out and you know that, that behind them, they've got all these people saying, yes, yes, you right. That's what you do. You're speaking for us. And they do that. You know that there's going to be conflict there because it's really going against the tide of who that person truly is. So then you take a bigger action and you think, oh, I'm going to do this. This is going to feel good. And everyone says, yes, yes, do that. And you see it everywhere right now. And they keep pushing and trying again and doing something else to shame somebody or to make a statement politically or such. And it's just never going to make that person feel complete and whole and okay and good. And the people cheering them on will ultimately divide on something. And the person who's leading and holding the torch will not be able to appease all of the people cheering them on. And there will be a breakdown. And there's just a lot of activating happening right now. There's a lot of activating happening, of course, on our personal level, which we always have with our families and our friends. And there's a lot of activation going on in a macro level. It's really intense for people right now. And it's just a lot of fear. So it's sort of, are you able to zoom out of these situations, whether they're personal, the micro or the macro, and really take yourself out of it and say, this is happening for the people involved. I don't have to jump in. I don't have to be a part of this. I can observe this with compassion and see that people are just in fear. There's a lot of fear. And what do people do when they're in fear? They unknowingly act on these urges, thinking it's going to make them feel better. We have someone on the call today. I know that our friend is driving to see her parents and her mom was saying this morning, I'm in fear, I'm in fear, I'm in fear. And then she said, listen, when you go get gas, don't forget to lock your doors because people are, and it's funny because my mom has said the same exact thing to me. People are coming in like, you know, robbing people's cars. And it's just this feeling that she has where it's trying to get without the tools and the knowing what to do when you're in fear you just think, oh, well, then I need to prevent more bad things from happening. So it's just acting on those urges or saying those, the fear thoughts, thinking it's going to make you feel better, but it doesn't because I guarantee then she hangs up the phone and says something to whoever's in the room with her about something else. It doesn't, it's never going to work chapstick on chapped lips. And so how can we receiving that be examples of alignment and let it roll and just say, oh, this person's in fear. I'm not going to take that on. I mean, yes, when I go get gas, I'm going to think about it. And actually I do. I always think about it, but that's okay. How do we not let the energy of all the fear around us sink our boats? How do we keep paddling and on the surface and with, with the current? How do we let go of the oars? How do we just let it take us? That's what we're doing here is talking about how to do that. How do we just let go? Because everything you want is coming to you and you're taking the paddles and paddling against the current away from it. And if you let go, it's coming to you, but you want proof and you want to look around where you are right now and see proof that's happening. But you have to let go of what you see around you right now. You got to stop beating the drum of what you have right now and what's what you're noticing right now and trusting and having faith that what's coming 
is not what you're seeing. You just can't see it. So it, it takes some blind faith. Anyway, I, I guess I had a lot to say on that because <laughs> there's a lot going on and you can really feel it and sense it. So what's going on with everybody here? What do you want to talk about? Well, Jackie, could you say just a little bit more about how to let that fear go? Yeah. Well, first of all, getting into alignment, sure. But getting into alignment means getting to a place where you can see the higher perspective, where your perspective is in agreement with your inner self. That's what alignment is. You are aligned with your inner self. So you start general because the more specific it gets, that has momentum. And if you get caught up in the nitty gritty of what's going on, then you're just going to get more into the mud. So get general with your thoughts. The next best feeling thought, which is, okay, I can't see it right now. I am in it. So I'm going to have grace for myself. I'm going to have some grace for where I'm at. I don't feel good right now. That's okay. I, I understand that. I'm going to have some compassion for myself. Now that I know that, the next thought is that you can grab anything like, I can't see it, but I know it's happening for me. I can't see it, but I know that this is somehow working out. I know that this is the path of least resistance to everything I want. I know that in contrast, I grow the most. I birth my desires. I know that when I'm in contrast and not feeling good, that that's the thing that propels me even further into my evolution. Because the greatest evolution anyone has ever had is in the darkest moments, right? You hit rock bottom and that's where you start to come out. So it's just saying, I don't feel good. I know it's for me. I don't see it. This too shall pass. I'm not agreeing with my inner self. I want to. I want to have faith. I want to believe. I know that it's all going to be okay. I know that I am love. I know I'm eternal. I know I have nothing but time. I know that this person is also eternal. I know this person is love. I know this person is showing up for me the way that I'm asking this person to, the way I've put thoughts in their mind and inspired this person to, to show up for me. I know that. And it doesn't feel good right now, but I know it's for my benefit. I know it's for my benefit. Okay. I can't see it. I'm going to open my computer. I'm just going to write about it. I'm going to write about it. You know what? I have these things on my face right now. I have these things on my face. It looks like I have like five cysts on my chin. I don't like it. It makes me feel not pretty. I feel like everyone can see it. I really hate it. I know what's happening for me. I know that in a year from now, I'm going to look back at this moment and say, oh my gosh, it all totally worked out. It's so funny how it led me here, 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 and here. And it all makes sense. But in this moment, I can't see it. And I'm just going to write about that. And I'm going to let my hands take over and start doing the writing. And I'm going to do whatever I can to feel better. I am going to put on some good music that calms me. I'm going to go put on my favorite song, the one that I just, it sort of zones me out. I'm going to go do that. I'm going to take a shower. I'm going to go take a walk. I'm going to call this person. I love talking to this person. Whenever I talk to this person, I always feel better. I'm going to call that person. Oh, that person didn't answer. Okay. I'm going to call this person. <laughs> it's just the next thought. And then, then you will start to feel better. It has to be important. Even if you can't see it in the moment because you're so in it, you're so in the mud, you are covered head to toe in mud. And you just want to scream and you just want to like, you don't, uh, you're just coming out of your skin and you're mad at everybody. And you hate everyone. And you just want to fucking kill everybody and lock yourself in your room. And you don't want to talk to anyone. Then you say, oh, I am disengaging from everybody. Okay. I know I'm in fear right now. <laughs> I know it. I know it because I want to kill everybody. What is the one thing I can do? I know I'm in fear. I don't even feel like figuring out what it is. I don't care. I don't care that I have a limiting belief. 
fuck it. I don't care. Okay. No, I do care. I do care. <laughs> I do care. I do care. This is going to be okay. I'm going to work through this. What's the next thing I can do? I'm going to do yoga. I'm going to meditate. I'm going to do anything, anything. But if you just say, I know that I am not in agreement with my higher self right now, and I'm not in the receptive mode, I'm not open. So I'm just going to do whatever I can to get there. And if I can't get there, that's okay. But I know that this is for me. I know it, can't see it, but I know it. Then you're already on your way. The second you say, I can't see it, but I know what's happening for me. You're on your way. You're already shifted it. You've already raised your vibration. You've already changed the pathway. You've changed the pathway of how people can come to you. You've changed a, a pathway of the events that are going to happen that day. If you're in that state and you are just so mad at the world and you're mad at LA traffic, then you're going to get the inspired thought to leave exactly when you are going to get stuck in traffic. But if you say, I know it's for me, I know it's all right, then you will not. You will get that inspiration to leave when things are clearing up. You will get the inspired thought to go to the grocery store that you go to that has the organic cherries you want to get and not the other place that is out of cherries completely. You'll get the idea to go where you want to get the things you want. That's how it works. So that's how important it is to just get back. And if you're not there to have grace with yourself and just get general, find any thought. And the second you say it, you're back on that line. You're towing the line. Then you start to, you're leaning over on the love side as opposed to leaning over on the fear side. And you have to do it some days. You got to do it over and over and over again. You got to fight your way back again and again and again. Some days it's not enough to do it once. Some days you're so far over into love, you're flying and nothing can touch you. And actually you're flying so high that then you lower your own vibration because it's too uncomfortable to be feeling that good for that long. So then you have a bunch of drinks or you eat a whole pie or a whole pizza pie. Let's be realistic. You're going to get pizza and you're going to eat the whole thing. So you do something to knock yourself down a peg because you just, no one feels comfortable feeling that good too long. But every day is just another opportunity to find a way to do that. But just know that when you're in that place, that's where the desire is birthed. And that's where you're emitting your desires out. So that's okay. That's good. That's what you want. And that all of the growth that you have comes from those moments. And that where you are in that negative space now is not the same as where you were two weeks ago. You've evolved past it. It's not the same. It looks the same. It feels the same. It's not the same. You are coming up against a new wall, not the same wall over and over. If you're working through those limiting beliefs, a limiting belief is just a belief that's anything other than I am an eternal limitless being of love. That's all a limiting belief is. It limits you, puts, starts putting you in a box. Anything that puts you in a box, I am nice, I am funny, I am cool, I am impatient, box, 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 limited, limited, limited. We're undefinable. So any belief you have that's anything other than that is limiting. So yeah, we have trillions of limiting beliefs <laughs> because we have trillions of beliefs about ourselves and the people around us that are other than your limitless being of love and so am I. So every belief we have is limiting. So which thing is igniting the thing that's happening to you in this moment? I don't know. It could be anything. And you want to uncover it and just get back to it's false. Why is it false? Because I'm undefinable. I am limitless. So is this person. And we're all equal. This person is 
not my mother. This person is not my friend. This person is not my child. This person is not my mailman. This person and I are exactly equal and we are playing roles. We decided to come here in this cast and I am the star of my own Truman show and everyone's playing their parts. And in the non-physical, we are all equal and we love each other so much that we will not miss these roles. You won't miss the role of your mom playing your mom. You won't miss the role of your partner playing your partner because you're like, oh, that was so limiting. I totally bought into that. We're all equal. And everything in your home is another relationship and your pets are a relationship and your car is a relationship. These are all relationships you have in your lives and they're all mirrors for you to show you how you, how you are vibrating. That's all it is. It's just a game. How am I vibrating? Oh, my vibration's pretty low. <laughs> okay. My car is breaking down. I'm emitting something here. This is happening for me. This is interesting. Okay. My whole day is shot. I have to get a tow. I can't go to work. I'm not going to be able to pick up my dog from the vet. It's all a mess, but this is happening for me. Why? I don't know. Let's investigate. I don't know why maybe, and that's okay. I'm just going to give it up and let it be. It's really, it takes a lot of work, <laughs> but if it's, if it's, if there's struggle in something, it's not the thing with the thing with my cyst in my face. When I went to I called the doctor and asked them to send me an imaging prescription so I could go get imaging. Turns out no one does images on a jaw and I'm calling. And I thought, you know what? I'm calling these places. I'm not going to pursue this path anymore. This is not it. This is too much struggle. Letting that go. Then I had an inspired idea to see this. I had a conversation. Someone told me about this doctor and I was like, okay, I called the doctor's office. The one appointment they have is the day after I get back into town. It's the most perfect time of day. It was so easy. They're not charging me for my first initial consultation. I was like, this is easy. This is where I'm supposed to go. I'm going to follow. I'm going to follow the breadcrumbs on this path. This mm -hmm. path is, this path is leading me somewhere. Jordan, you have a question. I just, something that keeps coming up it, for me and for conversations with friends and, um, <clears throat> a lot, especially over the past week has been lack and lack with regard to um, being single. <laughs> I don't have love or lack in, you know, I've accrued some debt because of this, you know, whole nightmare and, you know, lack of, or lack of, I'm in a relationship, but it's not fulfilling for me in whatever reason, you know, maybe it's, it's love. I'm out of love or the sex isn't good or whatever. Or maybe it's my ex this, or maybe money and whatever, or my mom and I don't have the relationship we, I want to have, we don't have the relationship that so-and-so has, or like all of these things that I feel for me, it comes from a, um, when I'm viewing it, like if I get to the root of it, it's coming from lack, but in each of those different, those are not necessarily my scenarios, but in each of those different scenarios, um, let's say even loss, right. Which you just kind of went into in those scenarios, they're all, what I think is underneath is, is lack, but each of them are so different circumstantially. And I, I, I guess, is there some way that you can kind of tie them together with? Yes, of course, because every time you have any desire, something you want, it comes from something you perceive you lack. And that is important because that's how we create our desires. I don't have a partner. I want a partner. I don't have the relationship with my mom. I want, I want that relationship. It is all the same. They're all desires. 
And the more we focus and beat the drum of what is, I don't have a partner, I want a partner. Then you're just giving focus and energy to, I don't have a partner, I want a partner. I want a partner, I want a partner. So what are you creating? You're creating the want of the partner. I want a different relationship with my mom. You're creating the want of a different relationship. And the more you talk about it and the more you think about it, the more you beat the drum to it, the more the law of attraction hears you and responds to you and gives you the wanting. And the more the wanting, then the more you talk about the wanting and the wanting and the wanting. You don't need to write a list of anything you want. The universe yourself knows what you want. It's all out there what you want. It's out there and it's coming to you because the second you have that desire, the universe is conspiring to bring it to you. The second you have the desire, it's being conspired to bring it to you. So how are you paddling upstream? What can you do to put the paddles down? Put the paddles down and focus on what you have. Focus on the gratitude in the moment. You know what I do love? I love the flirtation that I had with someone yesterday at a coffee shop. I love when I call my mom. Now, granted, I don't have the relationship with her, but I'm not going to focus on that. I love that every time I call her, she answers the phone. I'm appreciative for that. I'm going to find the things that I do love. And I'm going to create the desired relationships that way by staying in the appreciation, the gratitude, the love, and the knowing that it's going to change. As soon as I stop focusing on the wanting, because law of attraction will only bring you what you are offering. So you know what? I'm grateful that my sister is still here in this lifetime, that she's here, that she answers the phone, that she's present, that I have a sister, that our relationship's up and down and it's in and out. But you know what? I'm going to start with the fact that She's here. And when I laugh with her, it's a different kind of laughter than I laugh with anyone else because she came from where I came from and she understands me in a unique way that no one else can. And it's so special. And so it's, it's what we all do, which is we focus on the wanting and we have to refocus. You have to, you're just going to create more of the thing because that relationship may be just be right there outside your front door, but you're just Ooh, pushing, pushing, pushing against the door to keep him from knocking. And you are very astute in saying that it is all lack and it is all related. It's exactly the same thing. And so to tie it all together, you're saying you were saying the gratitude essentially for what is no, well, the peace of mind of the higher self knows it's conspiring to bring it. Yes. The action, the, the, the call to action is, is to be able to find a higher vibration and alignment by yes, appreciating yes. what is here right yes. now. Yes. It's a great tool because you say, well, how am I not going to focus on the wanting of the relationship? How do I not focus on the wanting of a different kind of relationship with somebody? Well, easier said than done. Right. But one way to do that is what we're saying. Yes. Is saying the appreciation, the gratitude for, because you don't want to focus on the, what is in the form of lack. If you're going to focus on what is, you do it in the gratitude. And then you just cultivate what it looks like in your mind when you have the thing. So, okay. So any of the things you perceive you lack, you're chasing a feeling. I want a mate. I want a better relationship with my mom. I want to feel this particular way and I believe I will when those things come or when my boyfriend shows up in this way or when my friend does this for me, you're chasing a feeling. 
you think you want the relationship, but what you want is the feeling you think the relationship is going to give you. I feel security. I feel like I have a partner. I feel like I have somebody to share my coffee with in the morning. So then lean into the feelings first, and then the rest comes. So yes, it's the gratitude for what is. Thank you, what is. Thank you, all of the what is, because we are all abundant. We really are more so than people have ever been. I get to turn my light on and the lights turn on. I get to turn on a stove and cook my meal right in the convenience of my own home. I get to take a dump and flush it and I don't need to know where it goes. <laughs> Not to be crass. <laughs> okay. So yes, the appreciation for what you have and then cultivate the feelings. What gives you those feelings? Well, I sort of feel that way when I'm this, this person, this friend, we're not in a relationship, but I love that feeling this person gives me. And I'm going to mix it in a little bowl with the feeling that this friend gives me, which I just love that friendship. I love that sort of connection we have. I'm going to like put that in the little bowl of salsa and I'm going to add this and cultivate the feelings, find the people in your life that give you those feelings. And then what you're doing is someone has to show up for you that way, has to, because that's what you're giving off. So really in the lack, what you're wanting is the feelings. I want to feel connected to my mom and I want to have a fun time with my mom because it will just feel like love. Well, guess what? You can give that love any time of any day to your mother, any time of any day and see what happens. And yesterday I had this, I was having, I saw my in-laws, I was doing this writing and I had this um, exercise that I gave myself, which happened. Sometimes my inner guides give me assignments, which is truly annoying. But this yesterday was fun. And it was, what can you learn new about your husband, about your children, about every person you come into contact with today? And if I tell you it shifted everyone because I was in the car with Jason and my two kids driving for an hour and everybody's, you know, stressed because getting the kids together is always a thing and everyone's hungry and blah, blah. And he was talking about football because that's his favorite thing in the whole world. And I asked him, Hey, so when, what was the first time you had that love for football? What was that first moment? He went into the story about well, my grandfather, my father used to take me. I remember this giant Cadillac and this, and it was this epic memory for him and his whole body changed. I learned something completely new about him. It started a whole new conversation. It connected us. And then it came up when we saw his parents. Remember, we used to go to those games. How old was I? How often did we go? And it was just for the curiosity and the interest of not to manipulate the relationships, but just what's something new. If you have your mom and you have a tense relationship, what an interesting exercise to see. What if I can find out something new about her today? And if your mom is not in the physical realm, which I know is the case for people here and also people listening, what can I learn new about my mom by having some writing where I communicate with her and I allow thoughts to come to me and I have faith that they are my guides and her spirit where I can just sit down at my computer and talk to her anytime. Yes, yes, you can. Yes, you can. Anyone can. I talk to my niece more now than I ever did when she was here and she talks to me and those are not my thoughts. And then you think, wait, they are my thoughts. I'm making this up and I'm here to tell you, no, you're not. No, you're not. So you can open your computer and talk to your mom and learn something new about her or learn something new about what she sees about you or what she sees about what you're doing right now. There's never a time where you cannot add love, ask for love, give love. 
And when I say ask for love, I mean in the non-physical, in the, in the ways that you don't see it. You can do that any time of day. Cultivate the feelings. Cultivate the feelings. Feel the love. Feel the love. Feel the love. And what comes? Better relationships. Fuller relationships. More connected relationships. More relationships. More friends. More lovers. More whatever. I've had several moments over the past, I don't know, recently, I should say, where I've been sitting in my yard of the crazy neighbor who's like laying down in the yard trying to watch the meteor shower at 11 p.m. at night. And, um, you know, but just or sitting out with like, you know, my dog in the morning that I just had to open the door and I'm here. Right. And and looking up at like, oh, this is it's my home. Oh, my it's my house. I have a house. It's my house, (laughs) you know, and just like grateful. I wake up every morning and I literally say um, so also crazy just not neighbor, just crazy person. I, I say good morning to my house, my beautiful house. Yes. The gratitude. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. It's so, but it's so natural. It comes so naturally to me because I am truly so grateful for this house. And, and so coupled with that is the constant storm of all of the things that happen surrounding this house and the kind of continued. And what is that? As we know, it's just a reflection of your doubts and fears and beliefs you have about yourself. That's all it is. And you're working through it. And the best thing you can do is set yourself up. I'm so glad you said that about the morning. The best thing you can do is set yourself up each and every morning, because that's how you start your day. That Mm -hmm. is it. You have two choices. You can start the day in love or you can start the day in fear. And when you're laying in bed, you make a choice, set your alarm five minutes early to give yourself a running start. If you're chasing and struggling and efforting to get through your morning, you're not setting yourself up for a beautiful day. If you give yourself the 10 minutes to sit, wake up, open your eyes and say, I am so grateful. I love you home. I love you house. I love you. I love you body. I love you body. Thanks for letting me wake up this morning. I love you eyes. Thank you for letting me, allowing me to see, or at least for me, once I put my glasses on, but (laughs) right? You can start the day that way. Oh, I love you. I don't drink coffee, but what I imagine is the second that coffee touches any of your lips and anyone listening, it's like, I love you coffee. (laughs) What if you said, I love you coffee. (laughs) You're setting yourself up and everything will show up for you differently because it has to, because your vibration is different. And if it showed up to you in the same way, while you were in a negative space, you would respond differently as opposed to letting it flow. This house is the greatest Talk about fun house of mirrors. Your house is the fun house of mirrors. It's just mirrors. And oh my gosh, if you end up with this giant foundational crack in your house that leads to vaulted ceilings of your dreams, put the paddles down, see where it's taking you. Have faith in it. You brought this house into your life. You did that. If I told you last year, that you would be sitting in a conversation with me in a different state in your own home with the most beautiful porch and the most beautiful, white, gorgeous polar bear dog, you would say, that is a dream come true. What are you talking about? You are living it. You are living your dream come true. And now it never ends. So you have other limiting beliefs. You have other doubts. You have other fears. They're showing up for you. But God, you wake up every morning and say, I love you, house. Don't ever stop doing that. That house is bringing you what you want. This I is know. 
path it's of least so, resistance. Yeah. And it's so funny. Like I won't go into to other details, but um, because inappropriate publicly, but I have, I've had it only makes where... people want them to hear them more <laughs> <laughs> too bad. Um, <laughs> I, um, but it's so funny because I'll, I'll look at certain things. And when you're in the positive, what you're, when you're in a place to positively reframe, right. You're, you're, you can have the awareness of like, oh, right. That's, that is actually exactly what I stated. I wanted, I stated, I wanted this, right. Right. This is exactly what I have. Yes. And guess what? Oh my gosh. In that apartment in LA, the picture of your life right now and where you are with the dog and the house, that was what you wanted in, in relation to your home. And it, it happened. So now you want the relationship. What, it, what is interesting to point out is that this is drawing back to what you're saying, your higher self is conspiring to bring it to you, but you don't get to necessarily choose exactly what it looks like because your higher self knows what you need. So yes. my envision of where I wanted to be at that stage what, did not look like this at all, period. I have faith in, in the, the and peace of mind and in, in my higher self knowing that this is what I need. This is what is right. But yes. now I, it's not what it looks like for me. And I do think there's still a part of a bit of resistance of letting go of, of, of certain other things. And there are there's so many other compartments, right? To, I'm to so glad you said that too, because that is the, what you think you want. You think, you know, what's best for you, but your higher self knows what's best for you. You think you want certain things. That's another thing of the lack, right? You think you want a million dollars, the relationship, the, this, the, that, the car, the job, but what you truly want is to feel good. What you truly want are the feelings that you think those things are going to bring you. And what you're on your way to cultivating are the feelings, the feelings, the feelings. Mm. That is what you truly want. You just want to feel that love, that ecstasy, that feeling you get when you're just on a high, when you're having a glass of wine with a friend and you're laughing about something and you were just about to pee yourself, you're laughing so hard. Or for some people, if you're playing golf with a buddy and you just feel free and you're feeling, smelling the grass and feeling the wind, that feeling of freedom, doesn't matter in that moment, how many dollars you have in your bank account. When you're laughing with that friend and about to pee yourself, you're not thinking about your bank account. You're not thinking about the bill you have to pay. You're not thinking about the tire you have to change. You're just in that. So it's that feeling. That's what we're all chasing. And that's what's coming to all of us. Now, listen, we're going to feel it when we die. We will feel it again. We will be back home and we will feel it. But this incredible journey of being here is finding it here, is doing that work here feeling it more and more and more. And the more you get aligned with your higher self, the more you have faith, blind faith, I will call it at times that everything's happening for you. Now, granted, you'll have certain clues in the form of deja vu or 1111. When you look at a clock, you will have clues to show you that you're on the right track. That's all that that is, is letting you know, or someone calls you the second you're thinking about them. Or today I was taking a shower and I was thinking about singing and my daughter came running in. She goes, were you singing? That just happened. Mm-hmm. it's just letting me know we're on the right track. We're okay. We're doing it. We're getting there. I had this, I talked about this with Christine last week and it might be on a bonus, but there are clues all the time. I 
bought a legacy brick for the Gary Marshall theater. And I didn't know, I just did it to support the theater because I love the Gary Marshall theater. That's why I moved to LA when I was in New York. And I am so not versed in that sort of thing. Cause luckily I just thought it was legacy. I thought it was for my kids. And when they emailed me to say, what would you like to say on it? I found myself saying in loving memory of L Taylor Sidon. And then I said to Jason is a legacy brick for in memoriam. Is that normal? Is that what you do? And he said, well, I don't, I don't know. And I was like, I feel like it should say go cats or something. I don't know. So I Googled it, which is so embarrassing. I Googled it and a bunch of images came up. Lots of images. I chose a random image and there were all these bricks and the brick at the top of the picture. The first thing you see said Ellie Seidel, which is two letters off from L Sidon spelled the same. There was an extra I and instead of Sidon, it was Seidel. It was the craziest shit I had ever seen. And I said, Jason, the answer is yes. I'm supposed to put L. She was like laughing at me going, bitch, you're going to put my damn name on this brick. What are you even talking about? <laughs> that I was had the inspiration to pick that picture. And then out of all the names, her name basically was staring me smack in the face. There are signs all the time in every moment showing you the way, the way to love, that you're on your path that you have to trust. So I say blind faith, but it's not always blind because sometimes there's things there to show you. Sometimes things materialize. Sometimes things are easy. And when they materialize and you notice it, oh my gosh, I totally made this happen. I totally manifested it. And here, here it is. That's exciting. And you have to know that's always happening. Even when you're just noticing the lack, because you may get something other than like what you said, it's going to look different than what you think. You cannot imagine how it's going to go. You can try, we invent ways that we think it's going to happen, but the way that things come to us is way more magnificent, way more exciting, and has way more potential to be so fucking huge, so far beyond what we can imagine for ourselves. So it's like, don't limit yourself by imagining how it's going to come to you, by imagining the mate or that dream job, just let it come. And you do more to bring that stuff by being in the present moment in gratitude with a friend laughing over a glass of wine than you can do by efforting and struggling to bring that thing toward you. You do more to fix your home in the kissing of your dog and just rolling around on the ground than you do by calling the insurance company. You do because you unlock yourself. You unlock your ability to have access to all the inspired thoughts and ideas that will bring you to your home being the most magnificent place it can be, for example. Those ideas come to you when you're in that space of alignment, when you are feeling good and having fun. Does that make sense? <laughs> I love you. I just have to say, like, I've, I've wanted to interject about every single second. So I can, just can't say, like, how, like, on point this is in every aspect of my life right now. But now I don't really have anywhere to go. But I was going to say, yes, it makes sense in every single realm. I love you. It's just, it's just cool. Oh, you're cool. I'm so happy you're back. That's so, you know what? I I don't know if you guys are feeling it. I'm feeling it today. Feeling it. Feeling it. Right. Feeling it, feeling it. Feeling it. I mean, I'm much, much better headspace than I was when this began, but yes. (laughs) Good. That's the whole idea. 
<laughs> the whole idea is just to feel good and to feel better. And having this conversation always, always helps. It's another thing. I will tell you, this is interesting because you were asking, you know, Natasha was asking too, how do you feel better? This is a good way to refocus when you're feeling real crappy. Sometimes when you're in it, you're in the mud, someone texts you and they've got their own shit happening, right? And you're like, I can't deal with this. I got all this going on. I've got all this. I can't handle that. Okay. But it's divine. And I will tell you why. Anytime someone contacts you, it's a divine timing in that moment. What happens is if you take the call or you text back and you are there for that person and knowing that this work is happening and knowing this perspective and you show up for them to offer that perspective to your friend, if they're asking for it, I just mean in the conversation with that person, if you're coming from this perspective, I'm not saying shove it down anyone's throat. I'm just saying that's the perspective you're coming from. It shifts you. How many times have you just started talking about this with somebody and you feel better when you focus on someone else? It sometimes is very helpful. I have times where I'm in it with my kids and with the shit storm that's going on. And I have a friend call and I just don't have it in me, but I pick up the phone. I say, what's going on? And my friend says, I'm having a thing with my husband. I just, and I said, all right, let's talk about it. And in, in talking about it and talking it through and searching for that higher perspective, I feel better. I feel better. I'm back into alignment. I'm back in the flow. I'm tuned in, tapped in, turned on. I got to steal that from Esther because I love it. You know, so that's another way is to put your focus somewhere else on someone else. Express your love. That's what we are meant to do. That's our ultimate, as Jordan just pointed out, purpose. Our purpose is to ultimately express love. So another way, other than meditating, putting on a song, dancing like nobody's watching, going roller skating, is put your focus on somebody else and be there for them to shiv show love. <laughs> so, like I said, shiv. be there to shiv them. Don't shiv them, just show them love. <laughs> that is what we're here to do. And if you can do that with all of the activators, all the people, one way, if you can find out something new about the person in your life that makes you the most nuts, and you may say, I don't need to find something new about that person. She never stops talking about herself. I know everything there is to know about her. Maybe going in and finding out something new will make her feel love. That would be a way of expressing love, that interest. And that person will shift and show up for you differently. Do it unexpectedly to a parent. Do it unexpectedly to a partner, to a friend. Turn your canoe around, drop the paddles, stop working so hard. You don't need to earn your happiness. You don't need to earn it. You don't need to. It is rightfully yours. Why do you not need to earn love? Because you are love. That is who you are. That is what we are. That is what we're doing. That is why we're here together. This is the work that we are all doing together. This is the journey we are all on. This is what's happening across the planet, the universe, everything. People are starting to find the teachings that tell them and remind them of who they are. And that's why it hurts so much when you're in conflict, because you're in conflict and you're also in conflict with yourself, with your higher self. You're not in agreement. You're off center and it doesn't feel good. And the more you get into alignment, the more it doesn't feel good when you're out of alignment. 
you don't like it and you don't like to see it with other people and don't make what's going on with everyone else about you. And if it is bothering you, all it's showing you is that you have some belief about yourself that something other than everything is perfect. And you have to understand and uncover what the limiting belief is. It can be anything. Everything's limiting. You just remind yourself that that's not true. Everyone is going to be okay. Everything is going to be okay. Everything. And guess what? Everyone on the planet's going to die. So literally every single person on this planet right now, every single living thing, every single plant, every single animal, we are all going to die. All of us. And we're all going to also be reborn. We are also renewing constantly. None of it is that important. None of it is that serious. It doesn't feel good in the moment, but that's part of it. That was part of what we designed and it is perfect. It is perfect. You are perfect. If you are listening to this, I love you. You're perfect. Never, ever doubt it for a second. Thank you all for being here. I talked a lot today. I had a lot to say. So thank you so much for listening. And I'm just so grateful for all of you. And we'll see you next time on the other side. Signing out. <laughs> Thanks, Jackie. Thank you. I love you.